You're watching Talking with Kev. <laughs> Okay, hey guys, it's Taco with Kev, another episode of Taco with Kev. I'm Taco with Kev, and today we have on a show Soho Johnny. He's an entertainer, he's a promoter, and more. So, tell him about yourself. Well, thanks, Kev, for having me on your show here today. Um, my journey has been, uh, it's truly not about me, it's just kind of been organic. Uh, I was just, I've just, a kid from the city, from actually Manhattan in the Boogie Down Bronx. I was brought up way back in the day. And I ended up uh, just pursuing a sort of organic career in entertainment uh, and, and charities as we went along. So um, maybe I'll backtrack a little bit. Um, we were I was brought up in uh, Manhattan in a complex called Parkchester. It's in, it was built by MetLife. It's a giant apartment complex. And uh, I was a stuttering, nervous kid as a child. And uh, I turned my nervous energy just to being the class practical joker. And I used to get in trouble all the time. In those days, they didn't spare the rod. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, even the teachers in the time like they would chuckle behind me I took away my practical jokes like snakes jumping out of cigars and <laughs> so you know I kind of had you know and, and you know it's funny how you look back on your life and you realize really what was going on and sometimes it's not till you get much older you say my god that's yeah. really what I was all about okay? yeah. so I always was looking to get a laugh kind of thing that, that, that sense and that feeling that, that energy from the people and then fast forward from that uh, my parents moved back to the boogie down bronx uh, which is a giant melting pot and I, I, I attribute that to having like a second education seeing how people come together from all diverse backgrounds and ethnicities and everything i, I would feel like i was blessed to see how, how that would happen being brought up in the boogie down bronx but they moved to the sister complex that met like really called parkchester another gigantic apartment <laughs> Eventually, they, uh, uh, and I'm still in grammar school here, uh, they moved to, they actually bought a house, eventually they bought a house in the Bronx and had a garage in there. So what happened is somehow I got a reputation because I would hang out in my garage and my friends would come there and I would play music, which is now classic rock music or rock back then. I had a strobe light and a black yeah. light and I kind of got this reputation and then you know, the kids are in the neighborhood, we get there, and it was just kind of like been a place to crash after school. Now, Boogie Down Bronx back in those days, I mean, they had a lot of gangs on the street and everything. And, uh, here I am, you know, a nervous kid, but I was you know, struggling always to be on the honest society, but I also, even though I was a coward in a gang, because that's how you get yeah. out when I came back in the day. Uh, but, um, so, that was kind of like the seed of entertainment. Uh, I tribute uh, my love of music, uh, which I call the tie that binds us all to my mom, to my late mom. She always had music in the house. And uh, I just was interviewed for a magazine the other day and they asked a question and I said, you know, who was the entertainer? I said, well, one of the songs that I remember, you know, you know, when you're young as a kid, you could play an album back then you were yeah. on the vinyl over and over and over and yeah. <laughs> crazy because you're just into it so much, right? <laughs> I remember one album, it was a, based on a movie, What's New Pussycat with Tom Jones. I love Tom Jones. And I 
probably that probably was came out around 1965 to date myself here. But so anyhow, I kind of got this reputation from the garage days, and then my parents had moved out, and I they they left the uh, suspect here alone in the house for a while, so I, for a little while until I found another place and I moved. And that kind of be kind of like a quasi animal house, and my friends would crash the house in all different times. But I always had that, you know, I was always had that mentality. I just you know, people would say like, what's going on the weekend? Well, let's give John a call. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of like where that started. Um, now, uh, Soho Johnny, my platform, Soho Johnny, SohoJohnny.com came because I have three generations, actually four now in my family that stem back to my grandfather that was a poor man and came here uh, as an immigrant. Like most of us have that story at some point in the history of America. Right. Uh, and, uh, uh, started his business, his little business in Soho, in the historic district in Manhattan. And, uh, you know, he was poor. He just put a car, he just, he would kind of like what you would call recycling, which in back then, <laughs> back then, they had such a big buzzword uh, with cardboard and anything just to make a couple of pennies or whatever it was back in the day. And then it was passed on to my father's generation. And uh, so there was a trucking business that my family was involved with, uh, you know, this, this, uh, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And uh, so my friends, one of the nicknames that would stick with me is Soho Johnny. Okay. <laughs> so that's kind of like, you know, where it came from. It's Soho Johnny. I mean, mm -hmm. we still have properties. I have a real estate company, PEP, pepperealestate.com there. And, uh, uh, you know, I was offering, I got involved with more of the real estate end and we sold off that business, uh, you know, my younger brother and myself and got involved with real estate and we tried to offer solutions for retailers and resident and, and not residential commercial offices and gone. I'm still doing that today. So I'm oh. just kind of this guy behind the desk. And, but there was always this flirtation as I was still doing these kind because, you know, after the garage days, I was doing reunions and I wasn't really like doing it professionally, Kev, you know, and I was doing reunions and I was doing shows and, uh, uh, DJing and then classic disco came out and I was a maniac with the DJing there. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so that, you know, for my mom, I got the music and for my dad, I, he had a way about him, I guess, because he lived through the depression and had no money. And, you know, he served in the service. He was so humble and anybody that would deal with him had kind words. It doesn't matter if they had nothing or had everything or rich, it doesn't matter. They always had a kind word. So I, I attribute to my dad the sense of humility and humanity and my mom the sense of appreciation of entertainment because she tried to go in that direction. But it was hard for a woman to do it back in those days. I mean, yeah. I mean she was born in 1927. Um, oh. She rest in peace. So now fast forward for that, Kev. Um, in um, about 26 years ago, my dad died from cancer. And... Uh, what happened is, you know, I would have these get togethers, whatever, but now I, I took it a few notches up and, you know, in my grief and everything, I said, you know, what could I do, you know, in his honor and everyone else's honor because cancer affects everybody. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, uh, so then I said, let me reach out to the American Cancer Society and do some charity events. And I stepped it up with artists and everything for the shows. And I started raising money. And that kind of like was the, uh, secret sauce that you know it, it, that just kind of put a match under everything for me okay and uh from that day forward and doing shows and dealing with artists uh, i mean artists would be part of my production show i've been doing shows since then uh it opened up so many doors for me and i've gotten so much love 
and I've had so many people and great people and artists and people in the industry support my endeavors. You know, it's truly, it brought a different meaning to that old saying that you would always hear that, you know, in order, when you give is when you truly receive. Yeah. It's not the money. It's when you get that love back and people like-minded people that surrounded me and mentors, I call them now, uh, to help me in what I'm doing. So I guess I'll touch upon a few things more recently um, for the audience. Uh, and, uh, well, last year is like a buzz for like most of us. It's almost like doesn't exist in my memory. So I think about a show in August. It's not last year. It's actually 2019. <laughs> yesterday yeah. was like you know, uh, chill, chill year. Um, but I did a uh, classic disco show. And I have an all-day festival. I raise money for American Cancer Society. And there's so much 